Live Wire is brought to you by the Rise Network. Please check us out at www.risenetworkus.com to check out all of our bloggers, streamers, YouTubers, podcasters, and entertainers. Rise is focused on these three words, growth, ascension, and rise. Welcome back to another episode of Live Wire Fantasy Football, baby! It's Championship Week, Rod! Yes. It's and Championship I'm, And I'm in a championship, and I feel good. Good as shit. I'm in one, too. You are in one. I am in one. But you're in the big one. I'm in the big one. You're in the, you're in the big dance. I'm Rod's, in the big dance. Rod's got a ticket to the big dance this weekend, folks. Yeah. It was tough, but we, we got there. Uh, COVID sucks. Fantasy football has sucked these past couple weeks. Sports, like, don't sports have sucked. Yes, yeah, sports have sucked. Uh, but for those who have made it, hey, tip my hat to you. Tip your hat to him. I will say uh, we are, again, without our, our buddy Colin here today. He, as I said on the Slive Sunday show, he passed away from COVID. It's really sad. You should probably um, stop saying yeah, that if somebody probably, believes you. Yeah. yeah, no, he's actually just in Florida being a degenerate uh, alcoholic. So yeah. that's, that's where he's at. Me and Rod are here. We're grinding. Grinding. Back in the studio. Grinding. Back in the studio. We apologize if you uh, were waiting on our Thursday episode. Mm-hmm. Check out our Twitter at LiveWireFF. We let you beautiful folks know that we wouldn't be able to make it due to COVID reasons. Mm-hmm. I was in the protocol, but I have cleared it. Cleared it. Cleared it. And uh, I'm ready to go this week. I'm ready to play this week. That's for damn sure. Yeah, this is a fun week. This is a fun week, even if you're not in the championship, like for fantasy, because there's a lot of things on the line for just regular football sake, right? And I guess we'll talk about it more as we go along and also this weekend, too. Uh, but, hey, happy championship week to everybody out there, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. What can I say? And if we helped you guys get to a position in which you are in a championship, let us know on Twitter, baby, at LiveWireFF. Give it a follow and let us know. Tweet at us. Say, hey. You know what? There was a moment in time where you guys told me to play X, and X went nuts, and thank you so much. Or, I'm also, hey, where there's good, there's bad, Rod. Yeah. And I am also open for you coming at me on Twitter and saying, you cock-sucking motherfucker, you. Oh, my and God. Yeah, no, hey, I would do that. And just be like, hey, you told me. No, you, you told me last. Guy. Yeah, no, you would be that guy. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. You told me last time. You told me on Sunday to play James Robinson. He's right. tore, and tore his Achilles. Oh yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that happened. Okay. We'll address those things because I also said start Sky Miller, and I don't think he had one reception. I don't think he played. I don't think he played. I also said uh, start Tyler Johnson for the. Or is that his name? Tyler Johnson. Yeah, Tyler for the Johnson. Bucks? Yeah, for the Bucks. Yeah, he didn't do a goddamn thing either. It was the AB show again. It was the AB show again. So yeah. Well, listen, where where Colin was right. <laughs> The coward bullshit, but yeah, I mean, where where you're right, you're also wrong. There's right. it's gonna happen anytime, any place that you do when you give advice. You know, people are always quick to blame you, but listen, you right. you folks pulled the trigger. You pulled the trigger. <laughs> you yeah. pulled the trigger. All right. Hey, I told them. I said, hey, look, it's fantasy football. Yeah. Anything can happen. Any given Anything week. can happen. Right. I just gave you guys the bullet, but you put it in the gun, loaded it, cocked it back, and, and pulled the boom. trigger. So yep. you know, I, I but listen. Last week was a huge week for these guys who were down bad with COVID. They had their replacements come in, and I feel like majority of the replacements, if not all of them, I really can't think of a guy who we expected to come in like a no-namer, you know? Yeah. And who didn't perform. I think they all performed well. I'm talking, uh, we have Justin Jackson who had an Unbelievable, unbelievable game. game. I like like better Where than Eckler. Better, better than Eckler. Like yeah, he, uh, great. He had a hundred yards rush or a hundred yards receiving. Like unbelievable. 
Um, Rex Burkhead re- revived himself Career from the dead. day. Career day from Rex. Career day. So uh, big, big time by him. Isaiah McKenzie have a day. Yeah. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown have a day. Have a day. Four weeks straight with over 10 targets. Don't forget it. I will add too. Joshua Palmer had a sneaky good game too. He had a, he had a touchdown. He had live wire was points. all over on that. Yes. Live wire was all over on that. That's all I'm gonna say. I mean, you started the show off on Sunday. You listed off like a hundred players yes. that are on COVID, which obviously it's just been heartbreaking. But we did give some pretty good streaming capable players that showed up and showed out surprisingly. Uh, but there was also some players that just act, actually just shit the bed. But like. The Bucks' offense is nothing that you should feel confident starting anybody if they're not the sh- the like the absolute fill-ins every week. Like if it's not a Leonard Fournette or if it's not a uh, Mike Evans or a Chris Godwin, there ain't no way you're confident with starting Keyshawn Vaughn, who I actually think <laughs> I think Keyshawn Vaughn actually found the end zone last week. I'm yeah, not he, sure did he did a big run, a big, big run. run. Yep. And you know what sucks, balls, Rod? You know what sucks, balls? I almost had the Kahuna's to tell the folks. Our, our beautiful viewers of Livewire Fantasy Football to look out for Keyshawn Vaughn if he's available, pick him up because <laughs> yeah. I, I liked, I loved Keyshawn Vaughn out of college. He's a product of Vanderbilt. I absolutely was all over him. He was Colin's favorite running back actually coming out of the draft. Um, and then once he didn't turn into shit in the NFL, Colin quickly dropped Kicked him, him to the curb. Him to the curb. Usually, yep. You know how Colin is. <laughs> yep. yep. Um, he just hates anyone who isn't successful in the rookie year. So yep. whatever. And, and, but Keyshawn Vaughn has always been uber talented. He was a great running back in college. And I just figured with Fournette going down, he actually might get some work. He's the reason why I think he was, a, he was a second round draft pick for them. So, you know, it wasn't like they, they picked this guy up off of, uh, you know, the waivers or undrafted right. free agency. I mean, they spent a pretty valuable NFL draft pick on him. And I was going to tell the people to do it, to pick him up, just to see what's going on. I probably wouldn't have told anyone to play him. But if you were that down bad, I mean, it would make sense. That that would be on your own judgment, depending on what your options were. And, of course, he has a really good game. And, um, you know, we, I can I could just sit up here and say, oh, I was going to, I was going to, but I didn't. Right, so yeah. it is what it, it is, happens. but it does, it, happens. it does. It but he had an explosive play, like a, I want to say it was like 40-yard touchdown, maybe more. Yeah, he had seven. He, he had seven run attempts or attempts for 70 yards and a touchdown. So I don't know that exact play, how long it was, but he had a total of 70 yards. Yeah, there you go. That's probably, the, yeah. it was probably, it was probably 60 seven, yards. Yeah, it was probably, it was probably 60 play. yards. Yeah. He probably got 10 on the rest of the carries. But um, that's, I mean, maybe it's a good thing I didn't tell him until he has a play. He only, <laughs> right. got, he only got seven carries. So, yeah. but. I mean, there's guys like who I guess I want to talk about in this episode, guys who we picked up the last few weeks who we've kind of been riding through the playoffs mm. and who are, are we still going to be playing them in championship week? Right. Um, for example, Rashad Penny. Yep. Rashad Penny has been doing really well um, two out of the last three weeks. And do you have confidence playing against him or, or starting him against the Detroit Lions who have been playing pretty well recently? Um, they didn't give up a crazy game. Uh, last week, to running back wise, running to the back, Falcons. Yeah, to yep. the Falcons, like Cordell yep. didn't do. I mean, he scored, yeah, but Mike Davis, nothing was Mike Davis yeah. was irrelevant. Yep. So I'm, I'm not uber confident, but I will tell you on the opposite side of that ball, DeAndre Swift is coming back this week, according to Dan Campbell. Now we could see it being smoke and fire, and he's just blowing smoke up the up the uh, Seahawks' ass, and it's completely possible. Maybe they they want he want they want to scheme against DeAndre Swift because he said he's going to play. Then all of a sudden, oh, you know what? He just yeah. wasn't, he wasn't ready to go on Sunday, yeah, so right. we just. Um, and as a Lions fan, I really hope he doesn't play. Shut his ass down. What are you doing? Yeah, He's injury you doing? prone. Yeah. You know? I, he call, 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 it, call it quits for this year. Yeah. You know? 
they already did themselves a disservice by winning all those games. You know, they could have got that <laughs> yeah. that that higher up draft pick, which uh, I really wish they could have because I think there's some guys up there that the Lions can really get. But we'll talk about that another time. We will talk about that another time. Uh, but but on top of yeah. that, dude, it's the most Lions shit ever. That obviously the Seattle defense who can't stop a semi truck from running through them. Who um. DeAndre Swift's probably going to have a 100-yard game, probably 150 combined yards. He's going to have a hell of a game, and the Lions are going to move all the way to the fourth pick, and I'm probably going to do some self-harm. Which, 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 hold on. If you are a Lions fan, I wouldn't be so upset about because you've had these top picks in the past. They haven't worked out, right? Different, 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 uh, different guys back there, dude. Different guys at the home. Okay, it's a different that is regime. True. That is true. That is true. But at like, home, had like, a sick draft last year. But my thing is like, all right, you might as well just you know switch it up, you know. But obviously, you want those top picks, and I'm you're not wrong. So I I would prefer to have yeah. the first pick. Yeah, okay, hundred percent. Zero argument yeah. about it because in the last few years we've missed out on guys like Joe Burrow, mm. Chase Young. Oh God. Uh yeah, and, and oh. like I would love to have our sweet sweet pickums at that those guys. So, yeah. um, with that being said. Are you firing up DeAndre Swift if you got him? If you've been saving him on your bench, or are you skeptical? If he's if he's clear to play, if he's playing, I'm skeptical because if I'm Dan Campbell, what like I might as well just try guys out. Even if he says DeAndre Swift is going to go, what if it's that like that ultimate dreaded phrase that we always hate to bring up of snap, snap count, count, right? Maybe he'll play for like maybe like the first quarter or maybe quarter and a half, maybe two quarters, and after that, Dan Campbell's like, "All right, we're getting blown the hell out. I'm about to get a risk. DeAndre Swift getting hurt again. In comes." player B or player C, whoever else the running backs are. Uh, so I, I'm not really, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm not confident starting him, but there can be some kind of hesitant, hesitancy. Oh shit. Is that a that word? Up. I fucked that up big time, didn't I? I could be hesitant in starting him in my roster this week, especially if I'm actually in championship and I have to play a running back, you know, this week, obviously if I'm running back to flex position. Listen, I'll give you guys a quote right now of what Campbell said about Swift. This week, I was listening on a local sports station here, and he said, quote, Uh we want him to progress more and learn a little bit more, so next year, he's completely ready to go. Okay. He wants to play. I want him to play. Mm. He's going to play. Okay, so that... that So... I don't get it. Like, what is he possibly going to learn in these next two weeks? What are you, the coach, going to learn from him in the next two weeks? I don't see any scenario in which DeAndre does something that he takes into next season. Like, you know what? Thank God I played those last two games because I learned so much in those last two games. I really think that Dan Campbell just wants to put his best team out there at all times. And I think Dan Campbell wants to finish with five wins really badly. That's not even possible. We have two wins. So he wants to finish with four wins and a a draw. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's fine, but... I think it's more of Swift. I think Swift wants to play. He's a gamer, dude. He's one of those guys. He's a workhorse, so he hates sitting out. But I don't know. I, if Dan Campbell is adamant about him playing, how are you going to sit here and sit him? I know. Yeah, that is true. But also, you got to think about, too, okay, he hasn't played in a, in a while, all right? Obviously, it's going to take a while to get back into the groove, maybe. I don't know. I just feel like there's other options out there. If you're actually wanting to stream a guy, like if you're down bad, all right, and you already got a solid RB1. Let's just say, for example, you have a Jonathan Taylor, right, as your RB1, and you somehow have a DeAndre Swift that you're trying to think about to play as your RB2. I feel like there's other options out there you could stream at RB2 position that it probably had that has more upside than DeAndre swing DeAndre Swift at this point in time of the season, right? 
DeAndre Swift is a great running back. Don't get me wrong. Right. You don't, like, don't get don't get that twisted. But right now, as you alluded to at the beginning of this, don't be afraid of those guys who are hot right now and ride it. Ride it out, baby. Right? Like like me, bro, I'm riding Devin Singletary to the end. Are you really? I'm riding him to the end, bro. He he is hot. And it and you know what they always used to say? If it ain't broke, don't, don't fix, fix it. it. And there's nothing broke about Devin Singletary or the Buffalo Bills run offense right now. Josh Allen got hurt in that Bucks game where he had that little that little limp, you know? Yeah. And they were like, all right. McDermott was like, we ain't running to you no more. Devin, you're up. That's it, fair. That's fair. So on that standard, you're you're playing, you're continuing to play guys like Amon or St. Brown then? Correct. Yes. You're not even thinking about it. Not even thinking that about it. That it hasn't been somewhat fluke at all these last nope, four weeks. Because it's got you here, you might as well ride it out. And if it fails you, it fails you. I'm just scared of bringing in a person like Mike Evans, for example. I'm scared to put him in the roster this week because uh he hasn't really been doing much in a while and he hasn't really he didn't really do much before he got hurt. So it's like, okay, if he comes in, is he gonna pull his hamstring again? Is he gonna get hurt again? So I might as well just ride my lineup that I've had for the past couple of weeks. That's that's interesting you say that um, because I do feel like there is a good opportunity for those guys, those big – but at the same time, Ron, I can't I, – I just cut myself off. Like I just can't sit here and think that in the championship week we're not going to start our big hitters, our big yeah. guys that we drafted for this reason. We drafted those guys for a reason. But let me like let me ask you this. on my In one of my fantasy teams, here's my options, Okay. I have Ezekiel Elliott, Amon Ross St. Brown, and Devin Singletary. I have to start two. Okay. And this is a flex? This is, this is a, a running back and a flex. Okay. And since there's two running backs and a wide receiver, that means it doesn't matter in which combination. One of them will take the running back spot. One of them will take the flex, even right. if it's two running backs. So, Ezekiel Elliott, Devin Singletary, Amon Ross St. Brown. Or, I guess, Rashad Penny, if you really wanted to. Yeah. And now, here, like I'm like, all right, I kind of want to sit Zeke. Because Zeke has the most potential right. to, to bust, to get under 10 points. Of course. But then Devin Singletary scares the fuck out of me. Mm-hmm. But for three straight weeks. Three straight weeks, He's bro. gotten over 14 points. Yes. And, and he's finding the end zone. He's finding the end zone twice now. Yep. He's found two back-to-back weeks, he's found the end zone. That's not like Devin Singletary. Yep. So are they doing something different? They have a great matchup against Atlanta. Yes. Um, and I will Zeke add, doesn't have a good matchup. Yes, I will add, too, they're using Devin even more in the passing game as well. He's had six six receptions over the past two weeks. If you combine the past three weeks, he's had 12. So they are using him highly in those little dump-off passes from Josh Allen. Which is weird because that's completely Zach Moss's role. Exactly. Zach Moss, and eh, he's out. Matt Breida, and eh, he's out. They're they're riding the hot hand. Just like how we do in fantasy, these football teams do too. They ride the hot hand. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that's why it's tough. It is so hard. It is dude, you know how hard it is to look at your line and say, I can't sit these guys. I can't sit them. But we're past the point of names, I feel like, at this point in the season. We're at we're on matchups, right? We're on matchups and we're on what have you done for me now, right? Ron, what have you done for me now? And if you got me this far, I believe you will get me to the finish line. That's my that's my bold take on that. That's fair, but like a guy like Ezekiel Elliott, he's had back to back touchdowns yeah, too. Yes. And I don't know, I just don't see a scenario in which I mean he's got fourteen touchdowns this year. That's unbelievable. But I just don't see and he's the sixth running back. I can't believe I'm even talking about sitting him, but I like I want to get the most out of my guys. And when I have a guy on my bench like Rashad Penny, who has, I feel like, way more of a boom opportunity than Zeke does because he's playing a team like the Lions, not the Arizona Cardinals, and or Amon Ross St. Brown, who's had 12 targets, 12 targets, 11 targets, and 11 targets in his last four games. 
now we're talking like, dude, I can't believe I'm even contemplating sitting a guy like Zeke, but this is the championship. Right. And that's things we, this, these are the things that we want to talk about on today's show is I know there's a lot of no-name guys that we have on our rosters right now. If you're in the championship, you have guys on your roster that you're like, I never thought in a million years this guy would be on my roster. Mm-hmm. But here he is, and he's been performing. So what do I do? And with that being said, I kind of want to go down the list with you and see what you expect from these guys. Let's talk about it. Let's start with uh, Dare. Dare, I'm going to fuck this up. I'm gonna, uh, the Jackson Jaguar sub. Jacksonville Jaguars running back. I got to get, I, I, for my own well being, <laughs> I have to get this. Okay, Dare Agun Bowale. That's good because the O, I usually do hyphen. So O Gun Bowale. Yeah. O Gun Bowale. Dare O Gun Bowale. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck All it. right. We're running with that. I'm like. He got 17 carries after James Robinson went down uh, last week. So he's clearly going to be the one getting the rock here. Um, I think Carlos Hyde may have gotten fired with uh, with Urban Meyer. <laughs> with Urban. <laughs> so they might have just gotten rid of every Ohio State product. Um, he's actually on the IR. So he's got a concussion. That was t- Tuesday, December 21st. Carlos Hyde was on a concussion IR, he's done. He's got to be out for at least three weeks. So that means Dare is the guy. What a name, Dare. Dare, yeah. That's <laughs> probably not even his real name. They probably <laughs> yeah, just were like, yeah, we're going to make this easy it. for you. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he, he's got 17 carries after Robinson goes down. He clearly is the solo back there. ETN's not back yet. Hyde's not, gonna, Hyde's not back yet. And obviously Robinson's down for the year. So he is going to be the guy. They're going against the New England Patriots who desperately need to win out if they want a chance at winning the AFC beast. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. here we are. What do you What are you thinking? Uh, oh man, this is a tough one. This is actually really tough, and I have no. I'm fifty fifty on this. I think we both are, uh, because it's like fifty percent of me is saying start him because he's gonna get the carries, but then fifty percent of me is saying, oh, he's playing the Patriots. And, oh, they need to win a game, so they're going to do everything they can to stop the one guy who's coming in. They're going to be doing most of the carrying, the ball, of Uganbali, whatever his name is. Uganbali. Dare. Um, Dare. I don't know, man. I, I just don't know. I expect him to get a plenty of opportunity. I do, but is he gonna is he gonna make anything out of it? That's the, that's obviously the question. Yeah. I'm not I'm not a you know future teller, but I will say, in fantasy football, opportunity is king. Volume is king. True. And truth. And this time of the year, with a lot of guys going down, you don't often see guys who are getting complete workloads. And I think he has an opportunity here to get a complete workload. If if you're like me, where you have Zeke, Jonathan Taylor, uh, Devin Singletary, Rashad Penny, and him, he's not even an option. He's not even. Considered. He's not even an option. Drop him because the matchup just isn't good. I'm not dropping because him you because you don't want anybody. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to play. Good strategy. Play. Well, eh, playing defense. That's a yes. segment we should have talked about. Yeah. But yes. So um, I'm not necessarily playing him for me. But I guess it really is depending on what your roster is looking like for the week. Right. And for me, I am okay with playing him. I'm okay with starting him. Right. Again, going back to what we said, if you're down bad, right, this guy's projected 11 points. He's going to get his. He's going to get his. He's going to get you your 10, 11 points. That's 11 points without I'm, – I'm, I'm, I'm 99% sure. Yeah, that's projected without a touchdown. Yeah. So. He's projected .3 of a touchdown, which yeah. means they're giving him a 33% chance to score. I, I disagree with that. They're also projecting him only eleven carries. I disagree with that too. I, I disagree with that as well. So, so I like. I think he can well, definitely get over double digits. And if he gets in the end zone, 
which isn't an easy task to score against the Patriots, especially right. when you play for the Jaguars. So I get the 33%, but I think he could easily surpass his 11 points. Now let's move on to Rashad Penny, mm-hmm. who has who is playing the Detroit Lions. The matchup is supposedly good. But the Lions have been standing on their cocks recently. Yeah, they've been they've been bucking them. I don't know what Dan's feeding them over there, but they've Kneecaps. been caps. Yeah, they've been playing. But Rashad Penny had a good game last game, right? He had 17 carries on 100 for 135 yards and a touchdown in that snow game against Chicago. Uh, it, obviously, if you were a fantasy owner for Rashad Penny, you were just licking your fingers because you're like, this this is great. Snow's everywhere. They're gonna run the ball, of course, which they did. Now, Detroit Lions. I I'm hesitant every week to decide whether a player is going to go off or have a bad game because you don't know what Lions defense you're going to yeah. get. <laughs> you're going to get the Arizona Cardinals Lions defense or you're going to get, I don't know, a Minnesota Vikings uh, Lions defense where they just everybody just scores, I think. Or, you know, well, one of those games. No, we beat the Vikings this year. so We did. That and, was we, then, and then we lost on a game-winning field goal against the Vikings. Let's go with the Bengals who shit-kicked us. Fuck yeah. Good All one. Right. Bengals. You get shit-kicked by the Bengals. Yep. There. So it's tough. It's really, really tough. Uh, to decide what Lions defense you're going to get. So, I don't know. I agree, and my concern with Rashad Penny is his lack of involvement in the passing game. Yep. So, he he just re- consistently, um, the last four, five weeks since week 13, one target, one target, two targets, one target. Mm-hmm. So, I hate that. That grosses me out. If I play in a PPR league, that's what scares me. So, if you are debating between him and another option – who is more involved in the passing game and you're in a PPR league, which I know sounds like a very specific scenario, but it is actually more common than you think. So I would be hesitant with him in a PPR league, but the matchup is so good. Maybe that's the thing. We just don't know what we're going to get from the lions. So, but like we said with there, the opportunity is there. The volume will be there for him. He has gotten over 15 carries. I believe. Yes. He's gotten, 17, 11, 16, and 10. So he's yeah, gotten, over, he's he's gotten double-digit ter- carries since week 13, yeah. which is always good. You want that. Um, it is in Seattle. It's in Seattle, confirmed. So hopefully there's another snow game. Mm. That would be good. He, wink, running wink. backs love that shit. They do. Um, so that, that would be huge. But I'm not necessarily saying he's a must-start. Yeah, this... I, yeah, I'm looking at his numbers now. I could see, I could see it happening. I could see it him having a game, but like you said, not a must start. Uh, Russ looks bad. The Seahawks look bad. This is Russ's last year in Seattle. Take a prop bet or a futures bet if you want to take that bet. I would do it now. I think he's going to the Saints. Uh, but the Seattle Seahawks are just down bad right now. Uh, depleted, uh, just in all areas. And Rashad Penny, I think he's going to find the end zone this weekend. I really do. Rod, lock this in. This is my first absolute must start for this week that we were talking about. Ronald Jones is a must-start for me this week. The work is just there for him. The offense is good enough, and the matchup is so good that I am all in on Rojo. I second that. Uh, I'm not even going to really go much into it. I think Rojo is their guy, uh, although we did talk about Keyshawn Vaughn at the top of the top of the show. Top of the hour. Top of the hour. But, you know, Rojo's a guy. Bruce, Bruce Big Bruce, he always talks about that. Uh, Byron Leftwich, you know, they're all on board with Ronald Jones, so that's the guy. I want to talk about Trey Lance now. Oh, boy. We are seeing injury report for Jimmy Garoppolo, mm-hmm. which I can't believe his real name is Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy. Like It's got to be a James or something, right? I think his name's Jimmy. It might just be Jimmy, which I hate. Like, that sucks. I That's just... Do you like Jimmy G? No. No, he's one of those guys I can't stand. Why? I, I just don't know. What's the hatred Super, for him? super good looking guy, though. 
Is is it is it his style of play? He's a man missile. Like, he's his, a rocket, dude. He's a, yeah. He's good look. He's top. Yeah. He's definitely probably top five in the league. I think. I, ooh, I put him top two. Now. No, 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 dude. No. He's that good looking. No, but uh, why do people hate him? I, it's, it's it's his style of play. He doesn't take really. He doesn't take much chances when he does throw the ball downfield. It seems like it's a turnover. He he's just not likable, dude. That one Super Bowl against the Chiefs, like mm. it was just such a shitty shitty performance. Like I just. I don't know. He's just got no swagger to him, dude. Yeah. He just seems like a very hateable guy. Seems like kind of an asshole. Like that. Yeah, I know yeah, what you're talking about. Yeah, kind of like Drew Bledsoe. Yeah. You know? That guy who's real cocky in school, thinks he's real good looking. Yeah. You know, it's just. But he's got he's got a right thumb injury. Mm -hmm. So the right thumb injury for me, it's honest. That's his throwing hand, my guy. So that's probably not good for a team who's competing for a playoff spot. Yeah, man. Uh, I got Debo Samuel and George Kittle, and I know we talked about it before, but I'm nervous. But I don't know if I should be nervous, right? That's what that's what I want to talk about. Yeah. I think Trey Lance comes in here and says, "You guys fucked up by not playing me all year. Mm -hmm. Here I am. Here's what I can do." And again, the matchup is good. All these guys have really good matchups this week. They're going against the Houston Texans, who I know just shut down Herbie and the Chargers. I don't have an answer for you guys about that. I have no yeah. idea what happened. Yeah, that was whether it's whether it's uh, you know, jet had, lag or something. Had, yeah, they had guys down from COVID. I know that Mike Williams, Eckler out. That changes the offense a little bit. I don't know. It just seemed like it was a really bad game from the Chargers in general. So I'm not even con contemplating that that is something that could be repeated by the Houston Texans. I know who the Houston Texans are, okay? And I am completely fine. And I mean this. If you are a guy who is waiting on Lamar to see if he's good to go, or um, you have quarterback issues and you just haven't, you don't have your guy, I am completely fine. Completely fine. Or oh, if you have Russell Wilson and who hasn't been performing lately, yuck. I'm completely fine with starting Trey Lance this week. I think he has an opportunity to get in the end zone on the ground. You know how creative Kyle Shanahan is. Very. You know how creative. And his creativity, I'm sure he gets a brain erection when he thinks about drawing up plays for Trey Lance. Yeah. Like, he completely gets an absolute brain I mean, hard on. Dude, think about it. You got Debo on one side. You got Elijah Mitchell. You got Juszczyk. You got George Kittle. Yeah, you got, you got Juszczyk, who's all of a sudden, like, a, a world-class athlete. Yeah. It, there's so many toys, yeah. as I like to say, on that yeah. team, that it's, like you said, it, your brain just goes, oh, oh, oh. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty positive that when Jimmy G came back with his report that he was out, that Kyle Shanahan immediately put his hand in his pants and started playing around. He's like, I'm going <laughs> to oh, Trey oh Lance. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> No, Just, dude, no, think about it. You know how creative he is. Like I said, do you, do you don't know who's going to get the ball. He's yeah. going to run the army offense back there where it's going to be <laughs> use check Kittle, Debo, yeah. and Elijah uh, Elijah Mitchell, yeah. and Trey Lance. And you just don't know which one's going to get the oh, hand. Don't fake, forget fake, about Brandon fake, fake, fake. Yeah, and then Ayuk on the end around. Yeah. You know, so I just I think that there's a plenty of opportunity for, especially because they're playing the Texans. Yeah. I, for them to fuck around and see what they got with Trey Lance. And I think Trey Lance is a guy who wants to prove he can be a starter for this team next year, right? He wants to prove Kyle Shanahan. I'm your guy. Don't fuck around. I need to be here. I want to be here next year. I want to play. I want to be a starter here. So I am all for playing Trey Lance. I think he's able to score on the ground this week. And I think he's able to get at least two through the air, which he hasn't done yet this year. I will, he hasn't, he hasn't done one on the ground, two through the air. He's had a few starts and his problem was lack of touchdowns. Yeah, I will say too, this is a big game for the 49ers, right? Sitting at eight and seven, 
Like you know they're gonna go in there with the expectations. We gotta win this game. Yeah, they can yeah. they can make it at ten and seven. Yeah, as as a, a wild card. Yep. So, but uh, you know, a couple other things need to happen for them. That but they need to win out. They need and to so, win. And so I don't see like them giving up and being like, ah, oh, well, mm. the season's over, whatever this, that, and the other. They're gonna fight. They're gonna fight. And so I'm all for firing up Trey Lance if you need to. Love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right, Rod, I actually want to start talking about my favorite game of the week, and I'm sure it's yours too. The Kansas City Chiefs. At, at 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 the Cincinnati Bengals the jungle they're in the jungle they're in the jungle and this is this oh my god I love this game yeah the over under is I believe yeah, it's probably like seventy it that's, should it, it should it should be sixty exaggerated but you know it's gonna be a lot it, it should be sixty uh it is fifty one mm. that's still pretty high for NFL games considering that is the highest total on the board yep doesn't surprise me by. Probably a couple. At of, least. Oh, actually, Cardinals Cowboys fifty one and a half. Yep, that actually rings a bell. That 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 yep. that sounds about right. Yep. But um, I I love the over in this game. First, let me just say that, and I know I'm gonna Ooh. be just like everybody else. I'm sure, along with my mother and anyone else, they all love the over. So, yeah. um, that's fine. I'm a square. I'm gonna bet it anyway because that's fun. But coming off, you we were just talking about earlier in the show how you got to play the hot hand. Yep. Who's hotter than the Cincinnati Bengals right now? Nobody. Literally nobody. Nobody. I mean, Joe Burrow throwing for 500 yards almost, I think it was, or did he? I'm not sure. 500? Yeah. Um, he was close. He, he had that he, touchdown, the touchdown called, back. called back and yeah. ruined the 500 and the fifth um, touchdown, I think. But I mean, dude, Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd's coming around. I've just never seen a team just click and click at the right time. The Bengals are, the Bengals are legit. Bengals are legit, and it's crazy because – I never thought I'd live in a world where the Bengals were like one of the best teams in the NFL. But it, it makes me happy as a Lions fan to know that it's possible. But all they needed to do was get rid of Andy Dalton. Yep. Um, and they have a guy in Joe Burrow who I think is one of the best players in the NFL, one of the best quarterbacks in the him. NFL. He's an absolute gamer. Yeah. He loves this shit. He loves doing this shit. Um, on the same token, the Kansas City Chiefs are the hottest team in football. They have won eight straight. Eight straight, baby. Eight straight. And it seems like you cannot stop them right now. No matter if they got Trav or not. Whether they got, you know, they're, they, Clyde goes down, no big whoop. We got Daryl Williams coming. Daryl? Daryl Williams and Derek Gore. And yeah, I'm not a big fan of the oh, fake Gore. He can run the ball, bro. Yeah, yeah. He can run the ball. He's so small, he can run the ball. Uh, but what did we talk about on Sunday? We talked about this was a time for some players to step up. And maybe I didn't get the right names right. Who, who was going to step up? I did. I said Pringle fire you his did. ass up, and Pringle had a fucking I, day. He had dude. a career. He had a career game. Yeah, I think he had two touchdowns. Dude, it sounds like Michael yeah. Hardman needs to find a different home. To I me. don't want him to leave. I love Michael Hardman so much. Why? I, he's so quick. Like he reminds me of a miniature Debo Samuel. Like his yards after the catch are amazing. Yeah, but the difference between him and Debo is the physical stature of right. which, like. Which is why Debo is the way he is, is why he's so successful yeah. in the NFL because he's that much out more alpha than yeah. the guys he's playing against. I mean, he's two inches and forty eight pounds light, two inches shorter and forty pounds lighter than Debo. The ability is there, but I just don't think he yeah. has the stature to be there. They drafted him to be Tyreek, and no one will ever be yeah. Tyreek ever again. He's overshadowed by those guys 100%. Yeah, I, just, I think yeah. he's a type of guy who needs to be put in a different scenario, but that's something we can talk about another time. Yes. But it seems like Byron Pringle might be a better fit for these Kansas City Chiefs going forward. Uh, I would love it. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say, no, I don't want to see that. Uh, where's, where's Flash Gordon? Uh, what did he do? He didn't do nothing. What's up with that? And but Mahomes has this thing though, man. When he had when he zoned in on one guy in the game, he zoned in on that guy. You know, it was Byron Pringle's game. It was Byron Pringle's game, and I'm sure it may be Travis Kelsey's game going against the Bengals. 
Like, that's just what the Chiefs are. They, they, Mahomes finds that one guy. That's why Tyreek Hill has those 60 point games because it's just, it's automatic. It's, his day. it's, it's his automatic. Day. You know, it's automatic. Yeah. So um, I'm excited for this game. Uh, a lot of implications in this game. Chiefs can clinch the number one seed in the AFC, AFC if they win and the Tennessee Titans lose and the Bengals win the AFC, uh, AFC North with, with the win. So, I mean, huge. The Ravens can't catch them if, if yeah. they win this week. So, that's obviously huge for the Bengals. When's the last time that happened? Dude. When's the last time that happened? I know they were, they were in the playoffs a little bit with Andy Dalton, and they'd always lose in the first round. Remember the Steelers when when uh, uh, Perfect ended up killing Antonio yeah. Brown? Yeah. That yeah. was always a good time. But yeah, the Bengals are going to be back in the playoffs. It, it's and weird. It doesn't seem right. It does. It, it does seem weird. weird. And their defense is actually playing pretty well, too. But I, I think this is going to be one of those games where defense is thrown out the window yep. and it's going to be a lot of bending, no breaking. I and, don't know. Ah. Steve Spagnola has the troops rallied. He does. But I will say something about Steve Spagnola is he lets the middle open. A lot. And with that being said, you know who I really like this week as a streamer for fantasy purposes? Uh-oh. CJ Uzoma. I do like that as well. I was going to bring him up. Yes. I think if you are looking for a tight end to play this week, whether you're a Hunter Henry guy or a Pat Fryermuth guy, and you're looking and you're like, maybe these, I'm not too comfortable with these guys. Who should I go with? Let's yeah. see. And you see Higby and Uzoma are on the waivers. I'm all for firing up Uzoma. Last time I said to do this, it was Ricky Seals-Jones, the Washington football team against the Chiefs. And what did he do? He, he got 17 points. He got a yeah. touchdown, a couple catches, decent yardage. And that's just what the Chiefs do. Spagnuolo wants to shut down the outside, which yeah. is probably a very, very, very good idea against yeah. the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. With Jamar Chase and T. Higgins mm -hmm. and Tyler Boyd on the outside and trying to stop the run with Joe Mixon. There's a lot of weapons. And you're going to call me crazy. We'll get to this in a second. But anyway, um, Ozoma, I think, is an absolute beautiful play for this week, just considering that I know Spagnuolo's um, – not going to be scheming for Uzoma, I'll tell you yeah. that. He won't be. No, no, not at all. But what I will say, you're going to call me crazy. Ready for this? I'm ready. Let's talk football. Forget fantasy for a second. Okay. I think the Cincinnati Bengals have a better skill room than the Kansas City Chiefs. I, I disagree. I think they have, starting from quarterback to running back and with wide receiver in the middle, I think I would take the Cincinnati Bengals skill players over the Kansas City Chiefs skill players. No, because I think Travis Kelsey makes up two of their skill players in one. And Tyreek Hill is just... Don't say Tyreek Hill makes up two out of the skill because... He doesn't. He's better but, than all of them. But when you got three guys guarding Tyreek Hill, I mean, what the hell? I mean, that's... Exactly. I, you can't have three guys guarding Jamar Chase and T. Higgins because Steve guess Spagnola's what? Scheme. Joe he's, Mixon's going to run for no, all no, no, these no. yards. What did and Najee then, Harris do? He didn't do nothing. What does Zeke do? Nothing. Steve Spagnola is so good at just mixing so many things up. They're going to have so much shit in their face. On Sunday, Joe Burrow's not gonna—they're not gonna know what the fuck to do. They're gonna have to—they're gonna have to redo their whole entire play call at halftime. I promise you that it's gonna be a good game. Don't get me wrong, but they're gonna see some stuff that they've never seen. All oh, your blitzing, fucking—it's gonna—it's gonna be crazy. That's why I love Seaman also because she just mixes shit up like crazy. I agree, and I'm actually more in intrigued to watch this than Red Zone. Like I would prefer to yeah. just watch oh, this game straight I up. It'd be a great. I know you will. <laughs> I might come over for this one. Yeah. But I will say I just I think that the skill players on the Cincinnati Bengals are better than the Kansas City Chiefs. That's just it might in just any be other me. game, any other game I'll say yes, but not this game because I just think the Chiefs offensively are just way more talented than the Bengals. You really think that? I I mean, are we saying healthy? 
or not yeah, healthy. Everyone's right healthy. Now. Everyone's healthy. Absolutely. I, everyone's healthy. I'm taking the Bengals skill room over that. I'll take Joe Burrow and not. You're going to take Joe Burrow over Patrick Mahomes? Not one on one. I'm just saying collectively. If you have to take the entire group on one side or the entire group on the other side, I don't think Joe Burrow's that far off from Patrick Mahomes to where mm. I, I can't forget. Dude, am I taking Byron Pringle or am I taking Tyler Boyd? Okay, obviously. Am I taking Jamar Chase or Tyreek Hill? I'll take Tyreek Hill, but also Jamar Chase isn't that far off. And guess what? Who's going to compete with T. Higgins, who clearly shows Kelsey. he could be a number one wide receiver? No, because he's not a wide receiver. Okay, but Kelsey literally is a wide receiver. He leads the AFC in yards every single year. I agree. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying. But Uzoma's not that bad of a player either. Yeah. I mean, he, I mean, he's, dude, he's no Tyreek Hill. Or, yeah, I know. There's he's a, no there's Travis a, there's Kelsey. two really good teams. They are. And, yeah. But I guess, Rod, I want to say this as well. It proves that in today's, in today's NFL... If you want to get back to the promised land, if you want to get back to the yoffs, if you want to get into the tournament, as Matthew Stafford calls it, Attorney. if you want to get into the tournament, you need offense. You and do. It's all about building your offense. I've Fuck the defense. That. Fuck the defense. I used to be a guy to say defense wins championships, yeah, but not that's no bullshit. more. That's, it's, it's not offense. true anymore. It's, it's not true. offense. Yeah. It's how many points I'm going to put up against the Chiefs or the Bengals. Tom Brady last year. It wasn't because their defense was kick-ass, which yeah. don't get me wrong. Their defense was kick-ass. But it's because Tom Brady ran the best offense in the NFL. Yeah. And who was on the other side of that ball in the Super Bowl? The best offense in the NFL. Yep. So it's who, all about offense. Who just happened to have all their fucking offensive linemen out? But that's a big play. Making excuses? I, I mean, you tell me. I mean, how important is the offensive line in the, fucking, in, in the National coming Football from, League? Coming from a former offensive lineman, uh, it is extremely important. I just watched the Colts have like five offensive linemen now, and John Taylor didn't do shit the whole game almost, but he did have he had 100 yards rushing. Yeah, he, he came around. He came around, but it didn't start off. Uh, right. He had one carry for 45 yards to start the game. Yeah. That helps a lot. But uh, yeah, no, offensive line is huge. It could change. It could make or break your entire game uh, if you don't have the guys that you usually have in there. With that being said, the Kansas City Chiefs offensive line is rather healthy right now. Oh, they're they're probably the best in the league. They are playing. I mean, really Orlando, well. Orlando Brown uh, being acquired from the, the Baltimore Ravens was probably one of the best things that uh, Brett Veach has done in his in his roles being a general manager. I mean, this guy. I mean, he's. I'm, I'm impressed by the entire offensive line. Creed Humphrey, the, the the center we have, he's he's a Pro Bowler. I mean, like like the the offensive line is the best that I've seen in a while. Now it's just executing. Now it's just Mahomes taking what they're giving you. And not trying to do too much, and that's why they have been on this eight-game winning streak because deep ball's gone. The deep—I don't know if you realize this, or people out there realize—but the deep ball is no longer there. That's true. It's the dump ball passes. It's the screen passes. It's the Darrell Williams game. It's the Clyde Edwards-Elair game. It's the Travis Kelsey over the middle game. It ain't no more Tyreek. Fuck it, Tyreek down there somewhere. It's gonna come. He is though. He is though. He is down there somewhere. But you know what? Mahomes has matured. He's become better. And I'm happy we went through that at the beginning of the year because it was all meant to be. Think about it. Think about if the Chiefs started off 7-0, right? And the teams weren't scheming how they were, and Tyreek was getting open. And then the back end of the season, everything switched up. Now we're now we're playing catch-up. How shitty would that be as a, as a Chiefs fan? I'm talking as a Chiefs fan. That would be shitty because Mahomes are trying to figure out how to deal with the, them taking the deep ball away. Now we're cruising. We're cruising. I will say in the last... Three weeks, the Chiefs have scored 36, 34, and 48. That's unheard of. And and it ain't been no 60, 70-yard bombs in Tyreek Hill. I'll tell you that. Yeah, and I will say that uh, on the same token, we all know that the Bengals are capable of scoring 42. I mean, they got 41 last week. They are. They won a tight one in, in Denver, 15 to 10. That was a nice low-scoring game. Um, Can I say, though, that the Baltimore beat- Ravens' entire defense is fucking out? So, I mean, I don't understand, like, how that's impressive, but sure. Uh, 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 uh. 
I mean, I, I would hope they can go out there and put up some, some points, but. Oh, dude, they're all professional athletes. But all right, you want to say this? Uh, they beat the Pittsburgh Steelers 41 to 10. You guys just beat the Pittsburgh Steelers 36 to 10. So it seems like this game is going to be pretty fucking know, even, dude. Man, but it's going to be a good game. I'm excited. It's not, their it's defenses good. to me are, are quite similar. They're not the best in the league, but they're not horrible. They can hang you. They can they can create turnovers, which I know the Chiefs do really well. Yeah. The Chiefs do really well creating turnovers. Tyron Matthew, that's his game. Sorensen makes big plays when you need him to. Uh, the, so those guys are all good. But just for me, I just I need to hear one last thing from you, out of your unbiased opinion, of okay. course. Unbiased opinion. No nope. minus five Kansas City Chiefs. What are you doing? They've been covering every single game since the streak has started. So you think they can beat these guys by a touchdown? Yeah, absolutely. You think it's going to be a field goal that decides this game? Come on. You really think that it's going to be a, a, a three to four? But no, it's going to be a touchdown. It, give or take. Whatever team wins, it's going to be by a touchdown or more. It's not going to be no damn three points. It's going to be a touchdown. You guys got arguably one of your best defensive players, rookie Nick Bolton out of Missouri. Yeah. He's questionable. Yeah. I, think, uh, I think I've heard reports he's going to be playing, though. Lucas Niang, offensive tackle. He's questionable. They had COVID. They, those guys had COVID. So with the new protocols, they'll be back. All right. Clyde? Might he's, not play. He's out, but I'm not worried about Clyde. I'm not either. You guys have a decent, decent. Yeah, I'm uh, not worried about Clyde. Yeah, I, I, and just on the same token, uh, the Bengals aren't really missing too many guys, so no, it, it's it's going to be full. This, like my team versus your team. Let's have a day. We're going to see what the Bengals are made of. We're going to we're 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 going to see the Kansas City Chiefs back to back Super Bowl. They won one. They obviously appeared in the one last year. Uh, th- we're going to see what they're made of, right? Every every team sees what they're made up going up against the Chiefs. We're going to see what the Bengals are made up going against the Chiefs. We're going to see. And we'll be able to determine if Joe Burrow is really ready for the spotlight. We're going to see. I think he is. And I think I love Joe Burrow. He's a, he's a king to me. I got his jersey. I think Joe Burrow is a real deal. I've been saying since he came out of college. Yeah. I said, watch what's about to happen. Him and please, 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 folks out there, do not sleep on him. But Justin Fields, let him get a goddamn team and a good play calling of a coach and just a good environment in general. He is going to be a dog. All right. I respect. I, I agree with most of what you said. <laughs> He's Deshaun Watson Jr., baby. I love Justin Fields. Hey, there's one other game I want to talk about real quick, and it's the Cowboys and Cardinals. Oh, my God. I don't know what happened last week, but of course, when my team is eliminated from all things considered, Dak and Amari want to have a fucking jerk session in the end zone together. <laughs> they went crazy. They said, hey, Ristic, you're out. Watch this. Yeah, watch this. <laughs> they said, hold my beer. Hey, hold my beer. Yeah, yeah they literally. <laughs> Dude, they went crazy. Said, oh, 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 Ristic's eliminated from his big high stakes league. <laughs> the- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, they said, perfect. Per- perfect. Watch this. And then Dak just. Dak did so well that they pinched him for the yeah. fourth quarter. And Coop looked like he was getting every big third down play. Yes. He scored a touchdown. And and uh, on the opposite side of the ball, Cardinals are down bad. They haven't been playing well recently. They've dropped uh, three in a row? Three in a row. Sorry with the Lions. That sorry. is tough, dude. Mm-hmm. That is tough. And for me, for me, the Rams, they lost. The, the, the Lions, they lost. The Colts, they lost. Three in a row. Two pretty, love, two pretty damn good teams. Lions we can count out, but two two pretty damn good all teams. Right. Relax on the Lions. Lions are hot, so I'll give they're them hot, yeah. they, three. They're, 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 <laughs> three, they're the three good teams. They're okay? buying kneecaps off. So yeah, they're three. They, exactly. Yeah. They're doing what Dan Campbell said they do. Uh, but yeah, three good teams, debatably, and they have lost and let up 30 points, 30 points, and 22 points. 
So they're they're letting up some points to the Cowboys, or they're gonna be letting up some points to the Cowboys, who are really hot right now, really hot right now. Oof, man, are we are we scared for the Cardinals? What happened? Is it Cliff? Is it Cliff? Oh, dude, Cliff Kingsbury might be my my most hated. Now that Urban Meyer has been fired, he is my hate most hated coach in the entire NFL. I cannot stand him. He's a horrible decision maker. Mm. He is at best a non-power five offensive coordinator. Ooh, I mean cool. that. No, no, I really do mean that. He he thinks that this is still uh, Texas Tech. Like he thinks he still has Patrick Mahomes. He doesn't. Okay, Kyler Murray will never be what Patrick Mahomes could be. I don't care what anyone says. He probably should have played baseball. Ah, I, Kyler, I'm gonna say no, it. He Kyler, probably should have played baseball. Kyler is good. He would be better at baseball. He just needs some better coaches. He's five foot six. And he can sling the bit. Yeah, he can. He's got a great arm. And he's the fastest person I've ever seen. He is the fastest person I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> With that being said, he can't see over his offensive line and can't sure, throw the ball. That's one of the downfalls of that, yes. It is. And guess what? The Cowboys are fucking hot. They're on a four-game win streak. Not with, on it. Huh? Nope. Not on the Cowboys wave. They're fake. Yeah, you you got beef with the boys, I America's do. team. I, no, they they are fake, bro. You they, better watch out because that's who your Chiefs are going to see in the Super Bowl. No, they're fake. They're fake. Their defense is very, 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 very. How can you good. say that? And my, oh, I thought you were going to say their defense is really, really, really oh, fake. Oh my god, no, their defense is elite. Fantastic. I don't know what happened. I don't Michael, know how it happened. Michael Parsons may be the best player I've I've seen grace this earth. Like, see, that's <laughs> it. That's just, that's just my personal appearance. Uh, uh, per- personal opinion. Opinion. But when I see him play football, I say, oh, my God, is this guy human? Like, I never thought a defensive player could have such an impact on the fucking game, but he does somehow. Um, but, yeah, the, the Cowboys aren't real to me. Dak is too inconsistent. Uh, Zeke, I would agree with that. Zeke is is just old, old and washed. Uh-huh. I disagree with that. Get, get ready. Buckle down, Cowboys fans, because I'm about to just fucking just light it up. Uh, Amari Cooper doesn't know what he's doing when he goes on the field. Uh, CeeDee Lamb is there, but not there all the time. Uh, Mike McCarthy looks like he's a, a, a burger away from a fucking heart attack. Come on. Um, I don't like him. I don't like the Cowboys. Oh, is, Andy, is Andy Reid a health freak or something? <laughs> yeah, he is. He is. That's bullshit. The only guy who is a lot of talk. That's fucking bullshit, Rod. You're going after coach. When yours literally had a heart attack this year, did he not get rushed to the hospital for cardiac failure or something? He did. Andy Reid is, yeah. is on the list. He's number two. He, he, he's he's on a diet he's right a, now. He's number Andy Reid's two. Mike McCarthy's one. No way. How is Mike McCarthy <laughs> one? Andy Reid is the biggest one in the NFL. That's bullshit. Matt Patricia, Andy Reid. It's. I'm not. I'm not fat shaming anyone. No, I'm not fat shaming them. It's just that I don't like Mike McCarthy. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm not a big Mike McCarthy okay. guy either. When I watch, but I will hard, say, when I, I watch hard dogs. I just. I will say I'm a big fan of the boys. I don't know why. Yeah, that's I, why you're fucking out of the fantasy football playoffs because they didn't do shit for you the entire year. They didn't. Year. They didn't. They fucked me all year. Somehow, I don't know what it was. You're still Jerry Joe's poster boy. I'm not every, a fucking poster boy, dude. Every single time. Oh, I love the Cowboys. Can't get rid of Amari. Can't get rid of Dak. Why not, Riddick? They're fucking bad. But at the end of the day, I love the Cowboys. Fuck you, them. You, you done? Oh, my God, that was funny. That's bullshit, Rod. I don't need to be slandered like that. They had everything looking good for oh, them yeah, this they year. Did. It was looking good. Yeah, it and was. And they just couldn't put it together. I don't it know was. what it was, whether it's his ankle from last. I don't know what it is. I don't know oh, what it is. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I did not mean. I'm not fat, I'm not a fat shamer, okay? Everyone knows yeah, that. That's bullshit. But I just don't like Mike McCarthy. This guy's holding Mike McCarthy. He Andy said he's Reed. a burger away from a heart attack, and Andy Reid literally had a heart attack this year. It's fucking bullshit. <laughs> Ridiculous. We're going to end this show. I'm sorry. I don't Thanks. like the Cowboys. 
No, I don't know what's going on. I'm sorry. I just had a laugh attack. It's all right. But, hey, uh, it's okay. Yeah, huh? I just don't like the Cowboys. I think the Cardinals, I think they're still going to beat the Cardinals. The Cardinals suck so bad. Minus five and a half. I'm yeah, taking it. I'll take it the Cowboys. Taking the over two. But again, these could be those trap, and a half. These could be those trap games where we're like, oh, over, over, over. And the Chiefs and Bengals under hit. And then the Cardinals, Cowboys under hit. And we're like, oh, this is the National Football League. You know, this is what happens. Of but, course. Of course. But thank you for tuning in to another episode of Live Wire Fantasy Football. Um, if you are overweight, please tweet Rod and no. tell him he's an asshole. No, I don't believe. No, you, you <laughs> can be whatever way you want to be. You look great. You're beautiful either way, right? Yes. Thank you. Either way. Welcome back to another episode of Live Wire Fantasy Football, <laughs> where Rod hates everyone whose BMI is over 30. No, I, I just don't like Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy is not a heart attack away from uh, uh, a hamburger away from a heart attack. I take that back. He's not. I just fucking hate the guy. Yeah, no, he sucks. He's the worst coach ever. I I, I, actually, that's Cliff but, Kingsbury. But he's got guys who are making it work for him, so that's all he needs and good for him. Yeah, it is. And we'll take it. I'll take the Cowboys minus five and a half. And I'll lock in. I'll lock in the Bengals as well. I know you're taking the Cardinals, you said, or are you taking the Cowboys? I'm sorry, what? You're taking the Bengals? I'm taking the Bengals. I'm taking the Cowboys. I'm taking the Chiefs. After the Chiefs fucked me in the Super Bowl last year out of like oh my, my entire God. life savings. No I one will, can get over that. Ah, why, why would we? I'm still down bad. Uh, I'll pull up the clip. That was your fault. You were on the, the it deck. It was your guys' no, fault. You were on the deck of the patio in Tampa, and you're like, Oh, I just had one of those Dwayne Wade's. Uh, 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 yeah, and you know what the dream, the dream was? Dream it was, was that it, I Tampa fucking lost. No, Tom, it was opposite. It was that Tom Brady was shit kicking the Kansas City Chiefs. That was my Dwayne Wade dream. And then throughout the podcast, you guys changed my mind, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm back." Patrick Mahomes is that guy. He's that guy that when you're down bad in a game, they'll be losing. You could live bet him because you know he's about to come back. And I was like, "Oh my god, that is Patrick Mahomes." And I was just so wrong. I had it. The dream was right. I had a gut feel. And I faded it. Fake. Nah, we're fake. fake. We're f- hey, we're f- <laughs> fuck the Chiefs over here. <laughs> fuck the Chiefs. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks for tuning in to All another right. episode of Live Wire. Colin will be back soon. Fantasy football. Colin may or may not be back. I don't know. Right. He's got a liver problem from alcoholism that he's dealing with in fantasy football, Florida. All right, guys. Cheers. Good Cheers. Luck Good luck in your fantasy championships. Remember to tune in live on Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Twitter at LiveWireFF on Twitter, on YouTube at Rise Network US and Twitch and Facebook. And please Everything. remember to give us a follow. Give us some love. And like I said, do not forget to tweet at us if we have helped you or if we have fucked you this year in fantasy. Tune in again. Thanks, boys. And women.